Hey, everybody, Dave Hagen here. We're in the holiday season, and it's time to start thinking about who you're going to buy gifts for, how much you're going to spend. We'll talk about that today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or TFWP, as we like to call it. You're listening to episode 439, that's season four, episode 39, towards the end of our fourth season. So we're in the middle of the holiday season, and it is all coming at us quick. We're going to Christmas concerts. We're going out to holiday parties. We're doing all those kinds of things, thinking about uh, end-of-year bonuses, end-of-year presents, presents to people that we do business with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And before we get too far into this, I wanted to stop and say, hey, wait, hold on just a minute now. Let's do this in a thoughtful way, in a way that it's planned out. So have you ever thought about how much are you going to spend on presents? How much are you going to spend on travel? How much are you going to spend on entertainment? Well, we talked about this two years ago in episode 247, where we talked about holiday spending. And I want to play a portion of that for you right now, because I think it's just as good now as it was then. Let's listen in. Today, I want to talk about a TFWP holiday. You know, it's the beginning of the, of the holiday season. This, this show is going to drop the first week in December. And we've got about three and a half weeks to go till the holidays. And it's going to be a crazy pace. We're going to be shopping. We're going to be going to concerts. We're going to be going to parties all the things that go into the holidays, and it's going to be crazy. We're going to be spending a lot of money, too. The National Retail Federation tells us, as part of their annual consumer spending survey, that Americans plan to spend an average of $1,047 this year. That's up 4% from last year, where people anticipated spending $1,007 during the holiday season. That's for their total holiday spend. So that includes three major categories. Uh, People are intending to spend uh, $658 on gifts for family, friends, and coworkers. That's $658. They anticipate spending $227 on average for non-gift holiday purchases such as food, greeting cards, and decorations. That's $227. And for other non-gift purchases for themselves and their families, $162. Now, I'm sure that people don't have uh, these exact dollar amounts in mind when they're responding to this survey. These are average amounts. So they've taken the responses and you know divided them among the number of respondents. But wow, the annual spend, total spend, that people are are making has been going up for quite a number of years, probably because people have a few more bucks in their pocket. The economy's been good for a number of years. 
but we are going to spend a whole bunch of money come this holiday season. In fact, many retailers will tell you that 30, 40% of their business even happens during the holiday season. So this big, crazy deluge is going to be upon us shortly. In fact, it all starts on what they call Black Friday now, and I don't understand that. The Friday after Thanksgiving, everyone lines up. I see retailers that are opening at five o'clock and people pile in the door so they can get a, you know, a wristwatch that's $100 less. It's a crazy, crazy ritual or custom that uh, we've uh, begun to follow. And it, in my opinion, kind of messes up a really great uh, uh, holiday, four-day holiday, but this is what people do. And it is going to be busy and crazy. So I was thinking about this and was reminded that, that last year we talked about 10 tips for holiday spending, and I thought it would be a good idea to quickly go over those. For those of you that want to spend uh, more time thinking about that, you can go back to last year's episode that was dropped in the first week in December and listen to that. But these were very quickly the 10 tips that we talked about. Number one, determine the top amount that you want to spend, not your budget and maybe a top amount that's not hard and and fast, but get a general idea of what you want to spend. And people ask me, well, how much should I spend? What's a good amount to spend? And a lot of people talk about 1% of your gross income or 1.5% if you're including any kind of travel. Now, I still think that that's a lot of money to spend on gifts. I said that last year. I still think that. But it's a good thing or it's a good rule of thumb to think about. So number one was determine the amount that you want to spend. Number two, make a list of who and then what. Uh, Number three, remember it's all about the gift, not the amount. Don't go shopping for something that's 20 bucks or 50 bucks. Find something that's an appropriate gift and worry less about the amount. Of course, you're always going to look at the amount. And of course, you always uh, don't want to overspend, but it's all about the gift, not the amount. Number four, make a plan and then spend. Number five, shop on the internet. Wow, that's really changed how we look at things, uh, going out to the internet. Number six, utilize free shipping. I think that's a wonderful thing, especially in these days of Amazon Prime. Number seven, spend cash, then debit, then credit as a last resort. I mean, obviously, anyone who's a good financial podcast follower is going to want to do that and may or may not even have a credit card. We've, we've talked about that over the, over the years. Or if you do have a credit card, maybe you have that Apple card in your pocket. Uh, number eight, shop early so that you can get exactly what you want and you're not going to settle for something. Number nine, walk the malls during the holidays for fun, not for shopping. And number 10, use gift cards or give gift cards as a, as a last resort. Now, these are all really good ideas. I was listening to this podcast in preparing for today's show, and I think that these are all really good ideas. We called these off of a number of websites and other sources uh, uh, last year, and I, I think it's a good 10 things to consider. But what does this all look like? I mean, you can follow these 10 ideas, but what does it what does this really look like? So my suggestion is this. Shortly after Thanksgiving, have a personal kickoff to the holiday season. Maybe you, maybe your family. Have a 
time or an evening that you set aside and then put on some holiday music. And there's tons of holiday music out there. Heck, there's a, there's a station here that just runs holiday music from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and that's all they play 24 hours a day. Now, wow, they must be repeating some of these uh, on their playlist, but, uh, you know, it's nice to have a go-to for some holiday music on this one particular radio station. And I'm sure you've got some some music in your iTunes or there's Spotify channels and what have you, put on some nice holiday music in the background. Pour yourself a glass of eggnog and maybe you put a little something-something in that. (laughs) Or maybe if you don't like eggnog, just a little something-something. And you sit down with a couple pieces of paper and one piece of paper is for giving gifts and the the other ones for events or kind of like a, a calendar. And you take that first piece of paper and you make a list of all the people who you think uh, you want to give a gift to. Just put down their name. And then in the second column, you put down what you want to give them. And then the third column, maybe what you think it might cost. And the fourth column, what it ends up uh, actually costing. So you're sitting down with this piece of paper. You're drinking a little something, something. You've got some holiday music on and you're putting together your list. Start brainstorming on what each gift might be and put it down in that spot. Remember, it's not so much about how much, it's about the gift itself. It's about giving them something that you think that they would really like, regardless of what it costs. I mean, within a top end, of course, but it's more about the gift and less about the cost. Once this is done, you can start shopping on the internet for these gifts. Pull out your your laptop, pull out your iPad or your phone. Um, you know, many of these gifts you can find on the internet. You can find them on Amazon Prime. You can have it sent to you, um, you know, and, and have it delivered the next day. Last year, our holidays was a lot about... Uh, all these boxes showing up and it was real easy and really nice to shop early and to have it just show up a lot less chasing around. You're not going to do all your shopping that way, but gosh, I'll bet we did half of our shopping that way. And it's getting to the point with this Amazon Prime that it's almost a real waste of cardboard. But And when you factor in the gas and all the other things that go into going to the mall, it's probably still a a net benefit to the uh, environment. At least the cardboard is, you know, mostly or allegedly uh, recyclable. So uh, those gifts that aren't on the Internet, that you can't find on the Internet, think about where you might get them uh, and then group them together by malls or stores where you can go and shop specifically to get these kinds of things. So when you go to a place during the month of December, you go there with a list of very specific things. Try not to go to the mall just to go shopping and to get ideas. Because once you start aimlessly walking around the mall, the retailers got you. You're going to spend more than you want to spend. You might not find exactly what you want to find. You probably will find something that's less useful or yet less important, perhaps. Um, So when you go to the mall, go there with a very specific list, and then you will go to each mall or store during that month to get specifically and precisely what you want to get for that particular person. Now, as you get that gift for each person, mark down on your chart the actual purchase price, and this will let you know whether your purchases, whether your gift giving 
for the season is falling into your plan. You know, I see a lot of people that go, wow, it's the end of the holidays, and they add up what they spent. They go, whoa, this was way more than I thought it would be. And then, you know, some months later, they're struggling to pay down that credit card. It's great to be generous. It's great to be a giver but do so within the confines of a plan. And maybe I shouldn't even say confines, the structure, the the planning of a plan. Be financially focused in terms of what you're doing. You do it in all other portions of your life. Hopefully, if you're a TFW peer, do it in your gift giving as well. Now, when you plan on going to these different stores or malls, Perhaps you put down a date on the calendar. That's what that second piece of paper is for. Just say, look, I'm going to go to this mall on this date and this mall on this other date. And now going to the malls becomes more of a planned thing. It becomes more of an intentional thing. It becomes more of a purposeful thing. And I think it'll be a lot easier on you and have some more meaning too. You go to the mall, you can spend some time walking the mall for fun, looking at the declarations, enjoying all the stuff that's put together. Go over and watch the the little kids for a few minutes sitting on Santa Claus's lap. And uh, I think you'll like it. You know, I I was at the mall last year and I walked by one of these uh, Santa Claus picture places. And I remember as a kid, you'd sit there and you get your picture taken and they'd sell you the pictures. I don't know that they're doing that so much anymore. I didn't see a lot of that. What they were doing was the elves would take the parents' camera and snap a few pictures. So maybe that whole job or that whole uh, uh, way of generating money from people walking through the malls has changed too. Kind of interesting how things evolve. But if you look at your calendar and go to each place only once to acquire the specific things that you want to get pursuant to your gift plan or your gift chart, it makes the holidays a lot more enjoyable. And I think you'll save time and a lot of money. And I think you'll save a lot of hassle. Um, You can also put on the calendar, you know, when the various parties and events and concerts and things that you want to go to are. And if it looks like a week is getting too crowded, you can not go to something or, or you can put shopping into a next week, but it helps you spread out the month or plan the month a little bit. So you don't get too run out. Most people tend to do a lot of this stuff at the end. And if you're running around at the end, you're not getting what you want. You're wearing yourself out at the end. And when you get to the end of the holidays, you're just plain exhausted. In fact, if if you've run yourself around too much, a lot of people will find themselves even sick with, with colds and the flu and the like. So plan it out. Pace yourself. Take some time to enjoy it. Now, it seems to me if you follow this particular plan, starting with the planning night right after Thanksgiving, it's going to allow you to incorporate the 10 things that we talked about. In fact, as you're listening to my idea of this planning night, you're probably thinking, wow, he's incorporating a lot of the, the, the 10 things from last year. But isn't that the point? We can follow 10 specific things, but if we get in our mind a vision of what that looks like, it becomes a little more automatic and a, and a little easier to follow. I think that you're going to find that starting with this planning evening, it's going to be enjoyable, and I think it's going to make for a better, more modern, more productive holiday. You know, every family's got its own tradition. Um, mine, we eat yetost and, and lutefisk from time to time. If you don't know what that is, you look it up on the internet. 
uh, or if uh, you send me a, uh, an email asking what that is, I'll respond uh, by an email. But um, our tradition is is very Scandinavian, and those kinds of things are are, are very much part of our tradition. If you've got something that you think is unique to your tradition, uh, send me an email. We'll share it on the air. I know somebody that uh, celebrates the 4th of July by making a turkey for the family. Now, I don't, I don't know how that came about, but I know that part of their tradition is they make a turkey. Seems odd to me. Makes them happy. So I think that that's cool. If you've got something that's unique or odd and you think it would be interesting to share on the air, send us an email. You can go to the financialwellnesspodcast.com and send us uh, something recorded uh, right from that site or you can send us an email right right to the site, uh, right to the section that's on the that website as well. So better gifts, a better plan, a better holiday experience. We'll get through it. We'll enjoy it and be ready for the new year. Hmm. That sounds pretty good to me, everybody. Think about that. Next week, we're going to talk about maximizing your holiday experience. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.